0: Amen, amen. Hallelujah, praise God. Woo! Hallelujah, amen. It's good to be back home. Hallelujah. After, after the errand you sent us, um, I'm here to tell you that it went very well. Um, uh, praise God. We visited seven cities in Canada. We were on 20 flights. so And so many different time zones. So at the point I didn't even know where I was or what the time was. (laughs) Praise God. Canada is annoyingly big. The weekend before we traveled, I was in Kenya. So I flew from Lagos to Kenya five hours. When we got to Canada, we flew from Canada to Canada five hours. There are cities that are five hours apart. And we had to travel that distance to preach and travel back. So it was a crazy journey. Those of you that are to go to Canada, prepare yourself. It's it's a very big city, a big big country. But um, we thank God. Many testimonies. Lives were blessed. Relationships were healed. We give God praise. Many, many, many testimonies. and Different people from different nationalities. We were there and they were blessed. So, hey, we thank God for safe trip, safe journey, no incidents, no cancellations. We give God praise. Hallelujah. So, thank you for all those that sent prayers, sent support, and those of you that even held church down while we were away. You guys are doing an amazing job. You guys are doing an amazing job. I see that all of you are fine. You know, um, my dream has always been to retire while I'm alive. That's my dream. I don't want to pastor the church till I die, No, I want to be able to step aside and see you run the church, you know, and be happy with how it's being run. In fact, it should be better because whoever, that the people running it have the benefit of all the things I've known and the things they know. And my counsel, I'll still be available to be giving them advice. Okay, don't do this one like this or do this one like this. So I'm happy that you guys are fine. Everybody's doing well. The men's conference went well yesterday. Hallelujah. Went well yesterday. Uh, We had two amazing speakers, in fact one of them is still in the house, my elder brother Major General Okun is still in the house. It was was a phenomenal meeting for the men that came. It was a phenomenal meeting. Words cannot express how powerful yesterday's men's conference was. So if you're a man and you missed it, you know, uh, hopefully next year, you know, you will know better. To attend these things. It was an all men event and it was phenomenal. Praise God. So this is here. I love you. Thank you. Well done. You guys are doing an amazing job. Praise God. Please take your seat this morning. We are starting a series this morning, and it is titled Keys to Effective Prayer. Come on, tell your neighbor, keys to effective prayer. Say it one more time. Say it with gusto and enthusiasm. Now, why do we need keys to effective prayer? Because it's not all praying that is effective. Praise the Lord. It's not all prayer that is what? Effective. It's obvious. It's obvious in the results that we get. It's not everyone that is getting the desired results of prayer. So, if there is ineffective prayer, we need to now know the keys to have effective prayer. Hallelujah. Keys to effective prayer. Now, prayer is one of the greatest and most potent forces and weapons we have as believers in fact, it's one of the major things God gave us. And for many, 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 many years, you know, I've seen people pray and miss. The Bible talks about something called praying and miss. I hope you know that. So that's why I'm saying that it's not all prayer that's effective. So don't, don't, don't get the idea that as long as you just pray and just pour out your heart, God will answer it. That's not true. That's not true. I, I, I've said here many times, God is more a God of principle than even a God of prayer. He's more a God of principle. You can't run an an earth of six, eight billion people by just everybody saying your mind. You can't effectively run it like that. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So the only way to run such a large corporation that has eight billion members or eight billion staff is to do things by structure. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So that is why the structure for wealth is adding value. That's how it works. If you want to have money, add value. Every rich person, except for in Nigeria, but every rich person, yeah, I've got fraud here as much. But every rich person in a normal climate, you know, um, you can see what they do. They're adding value. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? We are doing ourselves a disservice in Africa and this part of the world because of the level of corruption. So a lot of our rich people can't do a seminar. They have nothing to teach you, but abroad, The average person that has made it has a book. Average person that has made it has a book on how he made it, so that other people can learn from it. But here, the rich men can't do one seminar, but can't do one. Because too many lies will be inside. Because how they made it is by connection, by bribery, by some, that's how they made it. So they can't teach us anything. Are you getting what I'm saying? But I'm praying that billionaires will rise here that will teach the next generation. I say billionaires will rise here that will teach the next generation. Your own story will be an inspiration in the name of Jesus. But that's what we need. People that have a genuine story that can be replicated. Are you feeling what I'm saying? So, you know, um, the the, the way to get money is value. The way to have children is to have sex. That's how God created. it. It's not that everyone just come and say your mind. No. If you want children, you have sex. And even if you don't want children and you have sex, you still have children. I don't know if you getting what I'm saying. They call it unwanted, but you will still enter. Because it works by structure. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying, guys. So, but Africans, because we hate structure, we hate process, we just want to pour our heart to God. We just want to cajole and manipulate God. We like crying and begging a lot. If you have ever, those of you, okay. Let me say those watching online or those of you that have ever lived abroad for a short time. One of the greatest shock you will get when you travel is you find that you don't have to beg people. In Nigeria, everything is by begging. Uh, everything is by begging. Even when you, you pay for passports, it's your passport. You're a citizen of the country. But you have to beg at every point. Am I correct or not? You will beg. <laughs> it's your country, oh? When you travel, you'll find out in those places, nobody needs you to do anything. If it's your right, if you're unwell, it's fine. No, you, you don't have to greet the person. Are you here, somebody? Uh-huh. So we, we, like begging. We're used to it. So we think we will approach this same God with a lot of those begging and cajoling that he will do something he wasn't planning to do before. If I beg him enough, if I shout, if I show him I'm suffering, if I fast, if he sees I'm not eating, he will now do something. No, 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 no. no. God is more a God of prayer. So there are keys to effective prayer because not all prayer are effective. James tells us that you ask and you receive not because you ask amiss. You pray amiss. So there's, there's ineffective way of praying. There's praying amiss. If you are not getting results for your prayer, and prayer is one of the most powerful ways. Look at it here. Say so you ask and you receive not because you ask what amiss. So it's possible to ask and not receive. And I said the reason is because you ask amiss. You miss the mark. You missed the mark. Are you here, somebody? Say, you ask a miss. So if we can miss it, it means we can get it. And that's what I want to look at this month. How we will not miss it. How we will get it more times than we are missing it. Prayer is such a powerful weapon. Prayers have removed um, 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 bad leadership. There's a guy called Herod in the Bible that was even killing the apostles. The Bible said they prayed. And he was, was, died. Prayers have changed situations. Prayer is so powerful. Prayer has changed lives. In fact, I was telling them yesterday in the men's meeting that how I got born again was by prayer, not by preaching. Are you here, somebody? And don't get me wrong, preaching, of course, is valid and powerful. But there are many situations. It's, fine. it's part of what I'm preaching this morning about. There are many times when good preaching will not change somebody. You need to just pray for that person. So I was saying that my elder brother was literally the people that him and his, his friends prayed me into salvation. Because in those days, when Christianity was Christianity, when people became born again, their number one prayer point was praying for all their families to get saved. Unfortunately, that's not the case today. I won't lie for you. I pity the way Christianity is going in Nigeria. I pity it in advance. Because many of the young people will not walk in victory. They walk in begging. They walk in more shouting. They will not walk in victory. Because they're not learning the real things. What they are learning is how to depend on somebody to pray for them. And there's nobody that is going to ever be available all the time. There's nobody that will remember your particular prayer point all the time. So you are going to suffer plenty of times. That's the summary. Except you learn how to work with God for yourself, which has always been the design. So those days, when people got born again, their first prayer point, their major, whenever they gather to pray, is about souls. Oh, my brother should get born again, my father. But now they don't gather to pray, so It's our bread and butter. Oh God, give me shoe. Oh God, my visa. Oh God, I want a job. That's what we're doing. So they gather to pray for me. And I was telling them, I said, somebody like me, as bad as I was, you can't even get me to preach to me, first of all. That's the first problem. And even when you get me to preach me, we were too hardened for a good message to change us. Are you here, somebody? When we came to church then, it was to look for girls. We we're not listening to anything that was being preached. Some of you know what I'm talking about. My former members, are you here? You are here. Some of you are even current members. You too, we get saved in Jesus' name. We were too hardened, so a normal preaching couldn't save us, but prayers warmed and opened our hearts. Are you here, somebody? Prayers opened our hearts to the gospel. So effective prayer is important because you can miss it in prayer, you can get it in prayer. Hallelujah. So how do we now start? I'm starting this series because there is, look guys, There's so much um, hard times that are going to come, you know. Um, Of course, we all pray Nigeria will get better. But the honest truth is that things will get hard for a season, you know. Um, Subsidy has been removed, which is not necessarily a bad decision, interestingly, because everybody knows that it was not helping us as a country. However, the hardship will come. So, fuel has increased by how, how much percent or how many how much was it before? Huh? Eh? 185. It was one eighty five before. Wow. Even that one self is high <laughs> compared to the last time I bought. <laughs> that was high. <laughs> okay. So it was one eighty five before. Now it's what? Almost like roughly five hundred now. So that's about three times. Two and a half times. When things like that happen, the first thing that wants to grip your heart is fear. first thing that wants to grip your heart is fear. And may I tell you this morning a word from the Lord. Fear not. I said fear not. Watch the things you, that come out of your mouth. Whenever there's a bad news like that, Watch the things that come out of your mouth the first few hours. They are very important. Just like in the court of law, in the spirit of, in court of the spirit too, you have a right to remain silent. For everything you say will be used against you. Because the Bible says you shall have what you say. So when things like this happen, don't open your mouth and say we are all dead. This country is going down. We are finished. Don't say that. Because the principle of the Spirit is that when you declare such things, you are the first partaker of the fruit. You remember when the prophet prophesied that by this time tomorrow there will be abundance of food, and one of the king's commissioners came and said, even if they open the window of heaven, you can never be like that. And they told the guy, you will see it, but you will not partake of it. He didn't only, it wasn't only that he didn't partake of it, he got killed by it. So be careful what you say in the spirit. Are you here, somebody? So say with me, no matter how much yourself will, no matter who is in power, I will prosper in the land. I will rise above limitations. I will rise above difficulties. Everything will work together for my good. Every day and in every way, I'm getting better and better. In Jesus' name. If you receive it, come on, give the Lord a praise. We must learn prayer is such a powerful force, such a powerful weapon. We can do anything with prayer. The only challenge is that we are not praying effectively. We are not using prayer effectively. And the first kind of prayer I want to introduce to you today is praying in tongues. That's where you must start. That's where I want you to start. You know why? You know why? Because for many of us, because we are not well groomed in the things of God, if I leave you to pray, just end, as it comes to your mind, you will even use your own words to counsel your own self. Some people don't know that some prayers you are praying are doing you more harm than good. Some prayers you are praying are doing you more harm than good. So one of the things God did for us as believers, He said, We know not how we should pray as we ought. Did you give me that scripture? We know not how we should pray. Thank you. Romans 8:26. It said, likewise. Okay. It said, likewise, the Holy Spirit also does what? I can't hear you, also does what? It helps our infirmities. Infirmities that mean our weakness. Is somebody following what I'm saying, guys? Please, I need to catch this. So I need to catch this. Things are gonna happen in the, in the country in a few in the next few months. Please catch this. I want to beg you, catch this. You will not sink, you will not drown. The difficulties in the nation will not affect you. Listen, the covenant we have in God is that things will get bad on the outside, but there will be preservation for those that are children of God. We were sharing yesterday with the speakers, there's nowhere in scripture they said things are going to get better in the world. Let's be clear. It's not biblical. They say darkness shall cover the earth. Everywhere you see, yes, everywhere you see the end time being spoken about is that things are going to get bad. But what they said is that inside that craziness, there will be preservation god's people so don't think that nigeria or the world is going to get better you are if you're following international news there is also getting they are getting mad too there are Are you getting what i'm saying so let's be clear things are not going to get better in this world in fact the badness and the madness of the world is what will um, come before the coming of jesus christ so it's part of the plan but if you now as a believer you don't know your rights and privileges and you don't tap into it the badness will not affect you so that's why you must listen to what i'm saying you must tap into your own heritage but that you think the whole world will get better. <laughs> That's a wasted prayer. It's against scripture. Go and check everywhere, whether it's Revelation or when, even when Jesus says so about the end, say there will be wars and rumors of wars. There's no way he it says it's gonna get better. It's not in, not in the Bible, at least. Are you here, somebody? So I need you to be able to, so the first, <clears throat> give me water. The first thing God did, he said, you, you don't know, He said, the Holy Spirit, give me that scripture, Romans 8. He said, likewise, the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, you can see it's capital letter S. He said, this Holy Spirit also helpeth our what? Our infirmities is our weakness. What is the weakness? They mentioned it. All right, they mentioned it next. He said, the weakness is that we know not what we should pray for as we ought. That is the weakness of every believer. Or every human he said we don't know how we should pray that's what I'm telling you that so prayer is not just prayer africa is in big trouble with the with the grooming prayer grooming we are getting we just shoot randomly you gave somebody an ak47 no no target training he's just see if they give you a powerful weapon and you're not trained you can even shoot yourself that's what I'm trying to teach you that we are doing in africa we shoot randomly oh god kill all my enemies that's not necessarily a good thing you see in scripture, they say things like, go pray table for your, of your enemies. You see things like, even pray for your enemies. The one time you were somebody's enemy, if God answered that prayer, you would have been a dead person. You, know? you see why God can't answer those things. We just shoot randomly. Sometimes you are even your own. If God answered that prayer, you just pray, oh God, keep my enemy. Let their neck bend. Oh God. May they have boil that they can't sit down. Ah. <laughs> if God answered that prayer you are the first victim <laughs> God is not intimidated by your enemies are you here somebody? Apostle Paul was once a major enemy if he was in Nigeria we wouldn't have the New Testament today God would have killed him in different churches we won't kill him oh God kiss Saul. Because I want to use him. Say, it doesn't matter, Lord. Kill him. (laughs) Kill him. (laughs) To to thought of the New Testament was written by this guy. But Nigerians have killed him. I don't know if you somebody, get what I'm saying. They said, our weakness is that we don't know what... uh, Look at it here. He said, our weakness is that for we know not what we should pray for As we ought. Has there been anybody here? You've prayed for something before, and God did something totally different that was better than what you prayed. Has it happened to you before? Imagine if God answered you. Oh God, I want to marry Jumoke. Jumoke or nothing. And later you (laughs) you thank God, God delivered you from Jumoke. Oh God, I want to work in that bank. And God said, I have a better place. That bank will soon close. They will soon acquire that bank. And they will lay off people. People have left a great job to go and take another job where the business will close in two, year, two months. They left their good, stable job, took another job, and they closed in two months. They are now unemployed. Are you here, somebody? He said, The basic weakness that we all have as humans is that we don't know how we should pray for, what we should pray for the way we ought to pray. So it's a basic weakness. And they said the solution to it is that the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be articulated. That's why we call praying in tongues. It's not English. It's praying in the Holy Spirit. It's the language of the Spirit. So what happens is that the Holy Spirit prays through you and He is always accurate. He is always what? Accurate. The principle of prayer is that you must pray according to his will. Did you give me First John? He said, if we pray according to his will, he hears. So, the principle of prayer is not that you can ask God anything. That's not the principle of prayer. You must ask God things in line with his own plan too. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't ask God anything. You can't ask God anything. It doesn't work like that. DJ, good. He said, and this is the what? Confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to what? What happens? He hears us. We don't have to shout at him. We don't have to fight him. If what we are praying to is in line with what he too wants, he says he hears us. Look at the next verse. See the next verse. He said, and if we know that he hears us, whatever it is we ask, he said, we know, not we think, not we hope. He said, we do what? We know that we have the petitions that we desired. Some people are praying to be married. The question is, why do you want to be married? Oh God, I'm tired of being sick. What have I done? Am I wood?" Am I biro cover? (laughs) Oh God, why am I not married? I want to be married. You see, you are not yet praying according to his will. You don't understand what it means to be a wife or a husband. You want to marry because you want to have sex. You want to marry because you are lonely. That's a selfish purpose. That's not the reason they created marriage. The reason they created marriage is, if you're a woman, for instance, the reason they created marriage is for you to help that man fulfill his vision. If you're a man, the reason the credit marriage is for you as a man to cultivate that woman to be her best. So your prayer should change from, oh God, I'm tired of being lonely, to say, oh God, send me one of your sons that I can help. Fulfill the purpose you have for his life. The day you change your prayer to that, you will no longer be under pressure. You no longer need to cry. You take that time to prepare yourself. And as you're praying that God will start showing you areas to prepare, He said, you don't cook now, start cooking. Because your children will need to eat. You see. Not, oh God, I'm tired of being alone. (laughs) Thank you. That's not according to his will. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Many people are praying desperately, but not according to his will. Selfish purposes. He said, you pray, but you pray amiss. Because you want to consume it on your own lust. Are you here, somebody? Why should God promote you? Why do you want to be more? You need to have a... A godly purpose. It need to be in line with God's will. I want to advance the kingdom. Why should God bless you with more money? Say, hey, Lord, I want to advance the kingdom. Church, we're building a new, a new site, a new building. I want to be able to give to these projects. Then you're praying in line with God's will. And you find that when you start praying like, like that in line with God's will, it's no longer from a place of desperation and pity. You're no longer depressed, it's no longer sad. If you are praying for marriage and crying, then it's a selfish agenda. It's not God. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, he said, we don't know how we should pray for the way we ought to. So, the Holy Spirit prays through us. So, we're praying in tongues. On that major benefit of praying in tongues, this one too is important in the seasons we're entering. is because your mind is how you got into trouble in the first place. It's how you got into difficulty or hardship your level of life is tied to your level of thoughts. So when you are praying and is this your thoughts that are bringing the prayer points, it's highly, is highly, is is likely they are bringing lower or prayer points still at that same level. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So praying in tongues helps you bypass your mind. And I, I've, 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 like I said, I've passed for about 25, 26, 27 years. And to be honest with you, like I said earlier on, there are some people that good preaching won't change them. Are you here, somebody? No matter how great the preaching is, it won't change them. You know why? Because they have something called strongholds in their minds. They have strongholds. So good preaching. Look, we, we, we teach good messages here, but there are some people that since they've come, many, many years ago, till now, they have not changed. you See, people, people know me for marriage all over the earth. There are people in this church that see marrying foolishly. I'm here, and I, I travel I was in 20 flights, several cities in Canada. You know what 20 flights are? I'm literally a pilot <laughs> now. In just three weeks, I was on 20 flights preaching marriage. But there are people here that I preach to every day for 20 something years. I went on to pick him, I'm the boy, a fool. You want to marry a total idiot. Good teaching can't help that person, because they're already receiving good teaching. They have strongholds in their minds that must be cast down. And it's prayers that does that. Go to second Corinthians. It's a casting down imaginations, some people who must hijack their thinking process. Are you here, somebody? We must what? Hijack because no matter how much you pray for that. Listen, when God when God blesses you or anoints you or whatever, you can't go beyond the container of your mind. For instance, if I say big money, if I say I entered, I, I opened a bag and I saw a lot of money, it will be different figures for all of us. Do you understand? It will be different figures. God can't go beyond your mind. So, if your mind is so small, no matter how much I anoint you with oil and pray for you, you will still go out and do a small thing. Even though you have a big anointing. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will still go out and dream small. <laughs> I work with a lot of people. They are people I work with. When they say, oh, oh, this income, we got a large income today. When I say how much, when they measure the price, I laugh. Because it's an employee. His salary is, let's say, his salary is 200,000 and the income was 500,000. That is what it was a breakthrough. Am I correct now? But for the CEO that pays 10 or 20 people 200K, 300K, 400K, that 500K is very annoying because we can't pay this month. Do you see how life works? So, big money is relative. So, we must hijack some people's mind. God can't do something except he hijacks your mind. Because you are calling big, it might not be big. Look at this. He said, casting down what? Imaginations. And every high thing that does what? Exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And bring what? Into captivity what? Every thought. Every thought. Imaginations, knowledge, Thoughts. Where do all these things operate? Where do all these things operate? It's your mind. So when we say casting down um, strongholds, people think we're actually praying for demons. No. The strongholds we are casting down are mental strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, then bringing into captivity or arresting or hijacking every thought. Did you see that? So all those three things are in your mind. So your mind is your greatest problem. So if this mind is the one bringing the prayer point, what can he pray? Still going to pray bread and butter prayer. But when you bypass this mind and you tune to the spirit, the Holy Ghost begins to pray more powerful and effective prayers. Are you getting what I'm saying? I've dealt with many people in all my life. And me, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a people development person. You must develop. I, I want every individual to develop. So even when I see poor people, my first reaction is not to give them money. My first reaction is to get them thinking differently. Because there's no one financial aid that will help anybody. America and Co have been giving aid to poor countries since, they, since I knew myself. This is, I'm almost going towards 50. It has the same countries are still collecting aid. They are not better. Same countries. So I know that it doesn't change anybody. If you have even helped people, uh, people that are broke or in financial situation around you, one thing that happens is that they come back. That's one thing that I show. So sometimes I, do, I don't start some relationship. Somebody just coming from the blue say, Pastor, you are my only savior. <laughs> even though I know I can help in this case, but I know how, I'm, 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 when you're old a bit, you, can, you, can, you know how things play. I say, if I start this relationship, because I have many relationships already, I'm maintaining. I've not been able to break uh, from. I can't start a new one. So instead of saying, yes, I do, I say, no, I don't. I'm not going to start this one. I say, oh, no, I know you can. I (laughs) I say, it's not a one-off relationship. I would rather work with your mind. If I work with your mind, you won't need me. If I give you money, you will come back. Because the real problem was never money. Somebody's basket is leaking. You say, let me give you more water. No. No, it's not going to change anything. It's going to come back. School fees is recurrent. House rent is recurrent. Feeding is recurrent. Most things people are begging for money for. They, are going to, they need to take it next week. Are you here, somebody? We need to hijack. So, we need to hijack that mind. <laughs> somebody <laughs> look for my trouble during the week. She sent me a message. Oh, she needs money for her children, school, something, something. And I didn't ask details because it's one of the people I had, I have that relationship with. So I've helped her family a few times. me, I'm not even very close to this person. But it's somebody that we're in ministry together before, and she was a blessing that time. Just felt, no, it's good to encourage that person. So We've done a few like that here and there. And two weeks ago or so, or last week, while I was on tour. Remember, I'm in Canada. I'm in different time zones. I'm answering messages at odd all, all hours of the day. I don't even know where I am because I'm changing time. I'm jumping plane. All of us were like robots. Flight is 9 o'clock. Just, know. <laughs> we don't know where. We're. we're just worn out and tired. So, inside all that traveling and preaching... She sent me a message, as many as, and with all other messages I receive regularly. No, oh, we need this, we need this. So, um, I told her, okay, send your account number, send your account number. If you had people send me messages like that. So, I just forwarded all the account numbers and the amounts I wanted to send to everybody to the person that runs my account. <laughs> you know, the person that sent me replied that, you don't have this amount <laughs> in your account. I said, how much is in my account? Is it 23000 it's 23,000 in my whole account. And the thing I said, the person was over, it was in hundreds of thousands. He it said, it's 23,000. Ah, I said, it is well. Do you understand me? I face my own front because <laughs> it's 23,000 I have. i to tell people, even me, I need help. <laughs> because even me, I didn't know how much was in my own account. I just boldly sent. <laughs> 23,000, that's okay. It is well. That's, Let's balance ourselves first. So, but you know, I didn't think about it. I didn't think twice about it because I was busy. So I said, okay, well, you know, and that's another thing you should learn. You know, you are not anybody's savior. Sometimes God is even trying to work on people. You, you are the one spoiling what God is doing. He's trying to teach them to depend on him. So he'll block all other doors so that they can look to him. Because he wants to open a real door that will last more than this begging they are operating. But you, every time you feel a need, you are your savior. If you think your hell shall die, you shall die. You shall <laughs> die. You are not a Shaddai. <laughs> you are not a Shaddai. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> you can't solve every problem. So I didn't think to, I'm like that. I don't worry myself. So uh, I've tried. It's not, there's no money there. So but I, didn't, I didn't bother to get back to them and say, oh, I don't have money. I, I, don't, I don't confess such things. No need for that. You know. So I just felt, okay, let me wait a bit. I'm sure money will come in. You know, and I'll later send to them, you know. Was the hundreds of thousands that need? Are there are a few people that I want to send money to. Among the other people that even reached out to me, I was, I'm closer to those other people than this particular lady. And their own was even a pressing thing that they needed a time frame to do. But they didn't reach me again. After I, I said, give me a card they didn't hear from me. They didn't disturb me. But this lady that I'm not so close to, she reached out to me. <laughs> she said, Pastor, When you asked me to send my account details, were you mocking me? Were you mocking me or something? Because I don't get it. Is it that you are now playing me? And things, no, that was the attitude. Mm. That was the attitude. Of course, that relationship is over. For the rest of my life. Because I'm not like that. I'm not that kind of person. No, no, It's over forever, forever. Forever and ever. That door is forever. You see, usually, when people are in certain situations continuously, eh, it's not because God is unfaithful. There's something about them God needs to work on. And even good preaching sometimes can't help them. Sometimes they need the Holy Spirit to sidetrack their thinking and go right into their heart. Good preaching. If I even give this girl advice, she won't understand. For her to do something like this at all, the problem is beyond just good f- preaching. God needs to bypass her mind. Something is wrong with her way of thinking. And there are many people like this. Many people like this. I had no. We had no fixed agreement. I just sent you a card number. I didn't say I'm sending money this week. I didn't say it's this year. I didn't say it's this month. But I would ask that, did we have any agreement of when I'm going to send and if I'm going to send? Was there any agreement? There's no agreement. So, where did, where, where? No, it's no, no. so over forever. At least that's one relationship off. There's <laughs> how many of these relationships? The principle about helping people like that is that they come back home. Oh, you need to be ready, except you are, you are bold enough to deal with their mind for them. If not, you're not helping them in reality. You are not. And this is not the first time i helped this person. So this is not. But see the attitude. Ah. Later she said, oh, she's sorry. She was under pressure. It's too late. Too late. The person she's begging to needed that. Well, did you have money? And you see, sometimes the people who are even asking for money, they, they too need help. Oh. They are just being nice to you out of the magnanimity of their own heart. Not that they have. They too don't have. But they just, so oh, you know. That's why generosity has nothing to do with who has or who does not have. It's about, some rich people are very stingy, and some people that are not so rich are very generous. Are you here, somebody? So, people like this, we need to bypass their minds, okay? Let me try and round up. So, the point is that God knows that we must, there are things we can, we need to capture, seize some imagination, some thoughts. Some people are thinking now oh, there's no money in Nigeria. I can never make it in this country. Uh, there's no money. If you are thinking like that, you will miss out. If you go and pray with that mindset, even your prayer will be praying amiss. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, what happens is that 1 Corinthians 14, he said, When we pray in the Holy Spirit, our spirit prayeth, and our minds are unfruitful. Look at it. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, he said, My spirit is the one praying, but my understanding, my mind, is unfruitful at the time. Because if you're looking at first subsidy that has been removed, and how much fuel is, and you are praying with your mind, fear will grip your heart. Fuel is one something, it's now 500, and you're praying, oh God, how you, and your, your whole salary cannot fund you to go to work for the month. So, how are you going to pray that prayer? What are you going to pray? It's a fear based prayer, I'm going to pray. That's the time to switch into tongues. Man dereko satire, man brother, Because you are tapping into information higher than your knowledge. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I dare you to pray in tongues one hour every day and see how much inspiration will drop in your heart. We have also have a series that will be on, probably be on YouTube when I talk about why we pray in tongues. It's an extended series we did some years ago on the benefits of praying in tongues. It will change your life. You will start seeing things you don't see. Acts chapter 2 and Joel chapter 2 talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He said, your sons and daughters shall see vision. One of the major benefits of praying the Holy Spirit is that you will see a way where there seems to be no way. Everybody's seen darkness in Nigeria, but you will see a way forward. Are you here somebody? You will see possibilities. You will see opportunities. In the name of Jesus. It's one of the benefits of praying the Holy Ghost. So don't, 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 don't start off praying in understanding Especially when you are in a serious issue. Fear will grip your heart. What would you pray? What would you say? Say we don't know how to pray for us the way we ought. When you start praying the Holy Spirit, ye brothers, on that benefit of it is that it's building your holy faith. It's building your faith. There are certain information you get, you can't pray in understanding because that information will shake you. You pray in the Holy Ghost. The beauty of praying in the Holy Ghost is that your faith is being energized while you are praying. It builds your faith. So many benefits. So I dare you, this whole month, we are doing prayers, right, Pastor Jethro. This whole month, we are doing prayers. Please let them pray a lot. Let even more than half of that prayer be in tongues. Oh, man, it will change your life. Join this month. And if you are here and you are not yet filled with the Holy Spirit, it means you don't pray in tongues yet. Please Talk to any of the ministers or pastors after today's service. They'll minister to you. We also have our believers' arm, too, that does teaching. Because praying in tongues is not something, they, it's not a language they teach you. I meet people from time to time. Say, I tell you, do you pray in tongues? Say yes. I say, how do you start praying in tongues? Say, My, somebody taught me. No. They don't teach it, they impart it. All right? When the Holy Ghost comes on you, it flows from within you, it's not something you rehearse. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This is why you need to attend our believer school, our foundation school, where you'll be taught from the Scripture. Let me show you two Scriptures that talk about this, praying the Holy Ghost. Um, Acts chapter 8, verse 14 to 16. Acts 8, 14 to 16. Let me fast. I have to close in the next five minutes. Look at this. It says, now, when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, They sent unto them Peter and John. Look at this. Next verse. It says, who, when they were come down, did what? Prayed for them that they might do what? So they went to a certain town to preach. The people there now received salvation, received the word of God. They said, but you guys, we need to call our ministers to come and lay hands on you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because you can't do this thing in your own power. So they sent Peter and Paul to them. To pray that they receive the Holy Ghost. Let me see the next verse. It says, for as at that time he was, um, for as yet he was falling upon none of them. None of them were praying in tongues. Only were baptized. They were physically baptized by water. But they were not baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now in verse 17. It said they did what? They laid their hands on them. And what happened? They received the Holy Spirit. So that's how we receive baptism of the Holy Spirit, okay? Usually in a service like this, they can lay hands on you. Or we can all be praying and the Holy Ghost comes on you like in Acts chapter 2 when it came on them. But it's not a language you learn. It's an impartation of the Holy Spirit, okay? Once it comes on you, the words will come. You don't, you don't memorize the words. It's not coming from here. It's coming from here, okay? Here is your spirit. Here is your mind, okay? So it's not coming from your mind. It's coming from your spirit. That's why Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow what, rivers of living waters. He said, this spake he of the Holy Ghost. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. On that scripture, Acts chapter nine. I don't know if we have able to we'll find the DJ. Where after apostles, after Saul became Paul, received Christ, became Paul. He was blind for three days. He was locked in a house, didn't eat, didn't do anything. He was in darkness for three days. And God sent a disciple, Ananias, to go to the house, look for Paul, and lay hands on him to be for his eyes to be open and for him to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Thank God for disciples that are grounded. And Ananias was not a pastor. Was a, if he's today believer, how many today believers can pray? Most of what we are used to is somebody praying for us. How many believers can pray? He called this a random believer. God appeared to him and said, go to that house, go and meet Paul, pray, lay hands on him, and it will feel the Holy Ghost. And the guy, look at it here, he said, Ananias went his way and entered into the house, putting his hands on him, said, brother Saul. The Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto you in the way, as thou comest, have sent me, that thou mightest receive what? Thy sight, and be what? Filled with the Holy Ghost. And the guy laid hand on him. I don't know if they referenced it there. The guy laid hand on him, and it was filled with the Holy Spirit. So even Paul himself had to be laid hand on to receive the Holy Spirit. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So if you're here, you don't pray in tongues. No matter your age, my mother prays in tongues. <laughs> and I don't know how she, how old is she? Honey, how old is my mother now? My wife even my own age, I have to remind me. I think she's in her 70s or 80s. 80, going to 80. She prays in tongues. She prays in tongues. So you're not supposed to say, I'm 60. Even Mary, the mother of Jesus, prayed in tongues. So you say we are Catholic, ah, you are the, you are the, you, you are not as Catholic as Mary herself. You can't be more Catholic than Mary. <laughs> Are you here, somebody? Pastor, we are Catholic. We just walk like this. We just walk like this and go gently. You can't be more Catholic than Mary, sir. Because the Bible says in the upper room, Mary was among those that gathered when the Holy Ghost came for the first time. And they all speak with tongues. All, every one of them. So Mary spoke in tongues. So don't listen to anybody that says, oh, speaking in tongues is a gift. No, no, they are confusing two things. In the scripture, they mention two kinds of speaking in tongues. There's a speaking in tongues that is a prayer language for all of us. That's the one they mention here that we don't know how to pray as well To All of us need that one. Then there's a gift of tongues. The gift of tongues is a message. So that one must come with interpretation. So that one is a message. It's different from just normal prayer language. That one is a prophecy. Then usually either the person giving the prophecy or another person there will be able to interpret that message for everybody. So you will see all this in Corinthians, they are all there. It's all in the Bible. And again, if you go through our believers class, you will be well taught. They will show you chapter and verse of everything I'm saying so that I just can't do all that today because of time. But we would like to pray for those that are not yet filled with the Holy Spirit because you need it. In the times we are entering, okay, your children are in school, how will you pray for them? Do you know what they are facing there? Oh God, may they pass their exam. They are about to rape him or rape her. You are talking exam. I have a friend that had to pull his child from school. Child went to school and he was being, a guy, he was being molested and assaulted sexually. He had to be withdrawn from the school, boarding school. So he, he's at home praying, oh God, he was first class, first class. Uh, he's about to have his first experience. You <laughs> are saying first class. So you are weak, you don't know how to pray as you ought to. But they are about to cancel your contract. You are praying something else, oh God, let rain not fall as I go to the contract site. Ah, contract that they are about to cancel. In The office they're deciding whether to cancel it. You are saying, Oh God, the workmen, the workmen, may they deliver the cement. They better keep the cement because they are about to cancel the thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you pray in the Holy Ghost, Makadaya, Brother Bakaya, Lozo They said this Holy Ghost prays with you. He's always accurate. Are you here, somebody? So it's one of the best ways to break the cycle of poverty. If you are if you are poor and broke consistently, eh? You must engage the Holy Ghost. Your mind has failed you. Your mind has what? It has failed you. It can't bring ideas. You're always doing business. all your business fails. You're always coming up with good idea. You know those people, you know, I don't know if you have those friends. Every month or every other month, they have one great idea and they will collect money from people to invest. And one year after, he's <laughs> not the man. <laughs> no, let me explain. No, no. You will understand now. The man that was supposed to sign, his brother, Okada hits the brother. I don't know how many of those people. They are good when they want to collect the money for investment. Once the time to withdraw the investment comes, story has entered. If you, are, if you are going through circles like that, eh, your mind has failed. Don't consult your mind again. Leave him for now. Switch to the Spirit. Because in the Spirit, everybody is a winner. Because in the Spirit, you are no more in charge. You are in partnership with the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost can't fail. The Holy Ghost can't fail. Would you like to pray in the spirit for a few minutes? Can we rise to our feet? taba leka, rikabola sata. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you see visions. You dream dreams. You prophesy. That's what happens. Makradasa satala kabaya. Italabando so kobam bradasatane. Likanda radabasanta dade kandada bakanda. Ratabosata baklatasata. Shatabratasatalaba bradasa Rapadasatale katah. Retabola satala kabas. Yes, we don't know how we should pray, but when we pray in the Holy Spirit. He's praying for us. He's praying with us. Baya kada bura taza tele kaba kara tasa takaba las rata balakasata raba lasata kaba rata sata lebrata sata brata sata kasata la brata sata krata sata. You will not sink in this country. You will not drown in this country. Baya kasata kara tasa ta ikapa sata. Anywhere your money is being held down, you're unlocking it right now. You're unlocking it right now. Mahasataka, Repa la sata kalata, La prata sata Le prata sata sata, La prata sata sata, Le soto barata sata, La prata rata Le prata sata la La prata sata in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I have one more minute. If you are in this service and you feel in your heart, you have faith. That once we lay hands on you right now, you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost. As we just read in the Bible. If you have faith like that, you are here, you don't yet pray in tongues, but you have faith that once they pray for you. Right now you will receive. Please come to the front quickly. I have 1 minute to do it. Come, come to the front quickly. Come to the front. Let's just I will just we'll just pray for you. We'll lay hands on you. And the language you come from your spirit man. Just 1 minute. Come if there's anybody like that that you have faith in your heart that wants to pray for you now you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Come, 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 come. Don't waste time. We we'll have just 1 minute. We we'll have just 1 minute. It doesn't matter your age. Come. <laughs> My mother prays in tongues. My mother prays in tongues. Come, 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 come. We're just going to lay hands on you. Come. Come, come, come. You have faith right now in this atmosphere. You have faith that in this atmosphere. Please don't waste time. Have just one minute. Some of you, something is touching you to come. Then come. Something is moving you inside to come. Then just come just come. It's free. It's free. Let's just lay hands on you. Yes. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Please, all of you in front, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. All of you in front, look at me. Look, it's very simple. Um, And you don't, in case there's somebody out there thinking, oh, I'm not perfect yet. No, the Holy Ghost is one of the things that helps us live a holy life. That's why it's called Holy Spirit. That's the work. So if you are struggling with sin, struggling with smoking, with drinking, you, you are the one that should be here. The Holy Spirit will make you live holy. That's how it works. So come, you two, come. So quickly, those of you in front, we we'll have just one minute. Eh? Look at me, those of you in front. It's very simple. Um, we're going to lay hands on you. When they lay hands on you, don't pray from your mind. Don't think of the words supernatural words, the language you don't understand will come out. You yeah, are the one that will say it It will force you. But it will come from within you. You will know it's coming. Once it comes on you, start to speak whatever it is. It might be one syllable, but just be speaking it. Alright? Do we understand? It's very simple. They will lay hands on you one by one. We just have one or two minutes to do this. So choir, you can, you can play what you are playing. Those of you that are praying in tongues in the house, please pray in the Holy Ghost. Ministers, you can go ahead and minister to them. Lord, we decree that they are filled with the Holy Spirit right now. Like Paul, Uncle, no. Praying the Holy Spirit. I just wanted you to play what you were playing. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Lambrada satala babra da sata Lambra da ba satala ka satala ka bahaya Be filled with the Holy Spirit Be filled with the Holy Spirit Be filled Be filled with the Holy Spirit, Be filled. Be filled the Holy Spirit. Me sakanda Yekando kando basit Rapala satala ka out of your belly shall flow living waters flow 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 in the name of Jesus flow in the name of Jesus flow in the name of Jesus Holy Ghost flow flow within the flow within the Yes, Lord. Makada yakada. Rebos, rekes. Maya Lebo reke balobo kasata lakata. Rebolobo sokobah yakada. Yes. Lebala yes. ka balaka baloko balaka daya. Rabala kasata la ka balaga. Sobadada. Sobadai. Sobadai. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. All of you in front. All of you in front. Look up for one minute. Many of you have received, even if you didn't receive, as you are worshiping and praying either tonight or tomorrow, you will find yourself desiring to say something you don't understand. Just flow with it. It's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. All of you in lift your hands. Lift your hands wherever you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, I decree all these ones are filled with the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for this being manifestation in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for them as they head back to their seat. Amen. Listen, in case case you didn't come out or even if you came out and you didn't receive, you can still meet the ministers after. They will share with you and pray with you. It's important because this month we are praying in tongues all through the month. All right? We have prayer sessions both in the morning.